Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead The world has changed so very much from what it used to be There's so much hatred, war and poverty Well, there, hello there, everyone. Welcome to the NDC Savings Club radio show. And again, everyone, welcome to my show. I am your host, Alex Acuna. And like always, that great song is Wake Up Everybody by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. That went back all the way to 1975. So, again, people are beginning to wake up. The consciousness is changing, and people are beginning to realize, and not us. We've been awake for a long time, and welcome to the new people that are awakening to these you know, true realities, and from the dream that we've been all been kind of um, not realized that we've been, just like the movie, the series of The Matrix. So again, life itself shows us all different possibilities, and most likely, if you look deep into life, you'll start wakening up to realities and what is true realities. So again, a lot of us that have been on this path, you know, we've been awake, and we've been telling people, and, you know, we're always looked at as the crazy ones. The odd ones, the black sheep in the family, you know, the crazy ones. And nicely that now the universe has switched. And it's proven over and over again. The Mayan calendar, the cosmic center, uh, astrology. It's all showing us this, that things have changed. And I've been saying this uh, from my past shows. You can go back into my past shows. I've, I've been saying that kind of really kind of smacked people and woke up people was on 9-11, 2001. There was something wrong, the force. There's something out there that people said, you know, something happened, which it did. That was back in 2001, 9-11 kind of woke us up into a whole new sense. And now more and more people are coming to that reality, that things aren't what they are. And everything is beginning to give us enlightenment to that. Um, hence comes my series. Besides all the what NDC Savings Club stands for, it's it's a website, it's a resource center, a directory, so people can go save money on healthcare. Everything from dental to vision, glasses, contact lenses. You have all kinds of programs here. We have over 75 different programs that I put together so people can save money on the healthcare needs. So again, like hearing aids, there's the place where we can get coupons, entertainment. There's all kinds of ways that you can save a lot of money. And nowadays, we definitely need that. 
So again, it's a resource so people can go. Now, along with it, I've done shows with different companies so people can see how they can save money. And the show has evolved now because I really believe that healthcare is a lot more than just, you know, medical. You know, there's a lot more to healthcare. Uh, we're composed, we're multidimensional beings. We're not only here physically, we're here also structurally, we're here also biochemically, we're also here in all kinds of realms of energy, from our auras to our chakras to our meridiums, and also on a spiritual level. So again, as you're beginning to see, we're multidimensional, and we are energy. And, and by the way, you can go back. I did a show on, you know, energy is us. And this way you can click on that and, and understand what that means. But we, we all kind of know that we're energy. And again, when you start looking at all these layers, what we're composed of, it boils down to our health. So again, health is not just, which is important, not just vitamins and eating the right food, GMO-free you know, against vaccinations and looking at all, you know, the fast food and, you know, and also commercials and junk also on the Internet and stuff. This is all, you know, these are all things that can also harm us. So hence comes this whole resource here, the flows of energy systems. Uh, I started with 40 parts of energy systems right now. Again, like always, when you start with something, it grows more than what it is. It's up to 52 now. Uh, please share this link here on PRN or on the Industry Savings Club and share it with people. Now you're able to click on each of the links to take you directly right to the show. So if you want to learn about energy, you want to learn about crystals, auras, you know, chi energy, Reiki, chiropractic, you want to learn about astrology, want to learn about reflexology, want to learn about Chinese medicine, about sound and music. Now you're able to just go to this chart here on, on PRN, which is archived, and also on my Endacy Savings Club under the radio to, uh, show tab. And you can click on each of the links and take you right to it. So any of these topics, you're able to go learn about it. Water, the miracle of water, you know, and how water also would affect us because we're like 70, 80% water uh, with Dr. Roy Spicer. And again, incredible person. I did four shows with him, also talking about you know air as well, which is important, water and air. So as you're beginning to see, this is what this series is for. And now we're up to 52 so far. Probably by the time I'm done, it might be 70. So again, there's more to life than what we thought. So here's a resource, a whole library, a directory on energy. And greatly and nicely is that we have the top people in their fields coming to us. And I guess that's the vibration, the energy. People are out there, sense the vibration, feel the energy, because, again, it attracts them. And this is what this series is about. So it's like a library that you can send to people. Please send it to your friends, family, and neighbors. 
to let them know because they're open-minded to all this now, and they can look at this whole series and pick which one they're interested in, which is nice. I just finished off with a, uh, at the beginning of the year, I was like to talk about cleansing out, not physically, uh, but spiritually. How are you able to cleanse out vibrationally and spiritually your house? And more important, how are you able to spiritually cleanse that yourself? There are forces out there, good and bad. So again, sadly, mostly bad. And you have to learn that, you have to acknowledge that these things are real because energy is energy. You know, positive and negative, electromagnetic with magnetic, light and day, good and evil. So again, you know, these are realities and we have to be aware of them. So I did a nice part on spiritual cleansing. The first show, two shows, one on how can you cleanse out your home vibrationally, spiritually, and also how, more importantly, how you're able to cleanse out yourself. So it's there as part of my series. We're getting into the ones that I like, which would be interesting, would be on... uh, ESP and telepathy, it would be on psychics, it would be on ghosts, life after death, evil and witchcraft. So again, these are interesting topics of energy. And my last show, which would be pretty interesting for people, on money and luck. That's also a vibration. It's an energy. But again, you have to go back through the series and you have to cleanse out. And I'll just give everyone a quick hint how you're able to find money and luck. Start off cleansing your, your, your obstacles, meeting in your home and yourself. And then those things will start opening up. Those pathways will start opening up for, for opportunity and other important things that are going to open up for you. So, again, that's a little hint in reference to money and luck. I know everybody is asking, well, do a show on money and luck. I first have to first set the ground um, uh, footage, you know, the ground stones. So then this way, then you can come understand what luck and money mean. So again, I'm setting the footstones. I'm setting the walls to set up for that foundation. So again, um, Kind of a heads up, how you're able to open up and get more luck and get more, you know, more opportunities. Well, maybe there's a strong possibility, which there is, that you're being blocked up like walls and obstacles. So, all I can say, go listen to my shows on cleansing yourself and cleansing your house. Because that's what's probably blocking a lot of opportunities. And also, believe it or not, it also could be your health as well. These things are pretty incredible. These life entities and these life forms are pretty bad. And they affect us in many ways. In relationships, they affect us in our health. It affects us in how we are. If we're depressed, um, dealing with drugs, dealing with addictions. So... If you have all this clutter inside of you and, and within your home, so how can, how can you expand? How can you grow? 
if this is all being blocked up. So again, and uh, quick, you know, answer. Look up those shows on cleansing, spiritual cleansing, both for the home and for yourself, and then you'll be surprised how much opportunities start opening up. And and um, you know, and 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 basically, I guess you can look at it like your car. If you start filling up your car with boxes and you, know, you start filling up a bunch of junk and garbage. Can you imagine your car is just full of garbage? Most people have homes like that. But let's say your car, you have boxes, you have newspapers, you have stuff all over. And basically all you have is your, 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 where you drive, your, your driver's seat. And your car is just full of clutter. Well, that's how most people are. And if they're able to cleanse out the car, that, that's their home. And also yourself. You could be full of garbage. And then cleanse that out. And then you can see daylight. You can start seeing opportunities. So again, this is all part of this series and getting to know thyself. And once you start waking up to these realities, there's incredible shows here. There's shows here on astrology. That's another way. Once you cleanse out, now you're beginning to understand how you need to cleanse out. Then you can start waking up to these pathways that we have that are given to us. Astrology, and I'm looking at here, I did a three-part series on astrology. And please go back to that one. And then from that point, it grew into human design with Peter Roth. And then look into that. That was really incredible. That that was a five-part series. That's how interesting it was. So again, as you're beginning to see, there's all these great ways that we're able to, you know, clear out. And then this way you're able to, you know, expand. And these are the roads that you can go through and start looking at, you know, ways that you can expand yourself. And this is what this directory is all about. Probably in the future, I'll be doing probably step-by-step shows and how I'm, I'm going to refer back to the different shows and put them in order. So in this way, people can start following the steps. Now I'm just putting everything together so then this way, people can have a guidance so this way they, that people can turn around and say, okay, uh, these are ways that I can start helping myself, and these are guidelines. And then through those guidelines, you're able to look at all these different shows. And again, I got 52. It could be as many as 70. I don't know. You know, when you start something, you start growing into something. It has its own evolvement. It evolves. Again, I thought it would be 40 energy systems. And right now, you know, it's we're into 52, which will grow into 70, I don't know, maybe 80. You know, so again, you know, we don't know how things grow. But that's the beauty of life. 
you know, we don't know how things are until we, we go on our path. So, again, saying this, this is all part of this series here, part of this directory that you're going to have here as a reference point. And then definitely, and each of these, um, each of these topics, we have incredible guests. And as the universe, you know, provides this directory or this forum, and what's incredible that this forum is not only here in the U.S., but it's also on the global stage. And we do have, you know, you know, billions of people out there. And this is forever. Once we put it out there on the Internet, PRN, and tapping into all these, you know, higher, higher dimensional people, which we are. Because, again, things attract itself. And these higher consciousness you know, it's beginning to wake up and we're beginning now. I mean, we've been awoken. We're now beginning to be the teachers to the rest of the population that's beginning to wake up. So, again, uh, this is what the series is all about, helping you find yourself and looking through all these great, you know, ways that we're able to find answers. And saying that, I see that we're going to – we have our special guest. I have my special guest. And his name is Alexander Dunloff, and he's at spiritualnutrition.org. And, and this is going to be an incredible show, which I'm looking forward to being as a series in reference to the Book of Life. And let's get into it. Alexander, you're here with us today? Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Great to have you, Alexander. Uh, I am really was looking forward to this. Because, you know, we went into this whole series, we went from astrology to human design, and then how things are developing, uh, this whole incredible thing of the book of life. And I guess, Alexander, you can get us into it, let people know what this book of life, and people are probably curious, what is this book of life? And I wasn't even aware of it, and it's something so plain in front of our faces and we play with them or our lives and we wouldn't even know what this was. Can you please tell everyone what is this book of life, which is incredible? Yeah, thank you. Um, pleasure. And, and thank you again for having me on your show. Mm -hmm. um, so as you reference the ordinary deck of playing cards, that's the 52 deck of cards that we play poker with, that we play go fish and old maid and all these games. This is actually an ancient, an ancient book of knowledge that's been hidden in plain sight and it was hidden right under our noses. And, uh, you know, of course the best place to hide anything is to hide it in plain sight. Um, it's as old as anything we know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in olden times it didn't have to have a binding on it to be called a book. Like books of the Bible were written on scrolls and parchments and they were known as books. And, the thing with this deck of cards, quote-unquote, that it's as old as anything we know, and in ancient times it would never have been known as a deck of cards. It would have been known as a book, and it was a book of knowledge, and it still is a book of knowledge, to help us live our life on Earth. And it's mathematically correspondent to our calendar year. So there's 52 cards in the deck, quote-unquote, and there are 52 weeks in the year. 
there are four suits, the hearts, clubs, diamonds, spades, and there are four seasons in the year. And then there are 13 cards in each suit and 13 weeks in each season. If we add up the numbers on the faces of the cards, where the ace is worth one, and then you have the two through the ten, the jack, queen, king are worth 11, 12, and 13. So we add up those numbers, one plus two plus three. For all the 52 cards, if we add up their face values, we get 364. And the joker is the 53rd archetype or the 53rd symbol, and his number value is one and one-fourth. For himself, one plus all the four suits divided by all the four suits he represents, or five over four, which numerically reduces to one and one-fourth. So we put the joker back, and we get 365 and a quarter. So it's a perfect representation of our Earth going around our sun. So it's representing the seasons and cycles of our life on Earth. It's really none other than a little book of our life on Earth. That's what it is. Because, again, it was known as a book in ancient times. It's a book of our life on Earth. And what I realized is that uh, biblical writers were aware of this book of life, as it was known in ancient esoteric and spiritual societies. So all these references in the Bible to the book of life that we've taken to be metaphorical were really actually literal, like it's written in the book of life or in the book of life, and we'll be judged according to what we've done in the book of life and these kinds of things. It's actually referencing this little book of life that was hidden in plain sight and it was hidden because it was persecuted. Um, the, the church was calling it the devil's picture book or the devil's Bible. So it was being persecuted along with so many other things. And, you know, in the medieval times and the dark ages, it, you know, was then to protect it was hidden as a game, as an object for idle games of chance. And then it was disseminated publicly that way. And once it was done so, it became impossible for the church to eliminate it. They couldn't you know, because it was spread so widely, and the church couldn't destroy it. So it was disseminated as a deck of cards in order to protect it so that it wasn't destroyed. And that's how it came down to us, and we know have known it as a deck of cards, and, and yet it's actually a fundamental book of life. It's the book of our life on Earth. Alexander, you know what's interesting? Yeah. As you're yeah. saying that, you know what's pretty interesting? How mm-hmm. How they try to hide this from us. The, the true sense of it, and whatever powers to be has taken the the deck of cards, the book of life, and has mm-hmm. geniusly invented games yep. <laughs> like yeah. blackjack, poker, so we can distract ourselves from the true meaning of it. It's really true, and it's really interesting. My own feeling on it is that... Um, subconsciously or unconsciously we know what these cards or this book really means we know it's a tool to help us play the game of life that's what it is mm-hmm. and so subconsciously we know that and so we make up games with it that's why we make up games with it because we know it's all about playing the game of life so then subconsciously we associate it to that and and we make up games around it that's my own feeling on it yeah, but um, I, I was thinking that if, yeah but but I was thinking of how maybe other powers to be would try to hide that from us and geniusly create these games so we can be distracted from 
we we intuitively within ourselves spiritually know this means there's some truth here. But if you turn yeah. around and hide it in games like playing blackjack, playing poker, solitaire, we we kind of lose the meaning of it. So it's a complete distraction, not only right in front of our no, right in front of our faces that we play with. But then we didn't even realize that it means more than that because we're just playing a game with it. I mean, that's what I meant by the total distraction. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's certainly possible that there was a deliberate distraction. And you know, mm-hmm. the powers that be who knew the real meaning of this deliberately tried to distract us. I've even heard people suggest that the tarot deck, mm-hmm. which historically came in the 15th century, which is after the uh, original deck was known. I've even heard people say that the tarot deck was deliberately invented by the church to confuse hmm. and uh, you know, distract us so that we would not see the real meaning of the playing cards and we would start looking at the tarot deck for divination instead hmm. of looking to the real book of life. I'm not sure I fully believe that, but it goes along with what you're saying about powers that be deliberately trying to confuse us and keep us in the dark. Distract us. I mean, just, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, let's, let's go play blackjack. Let's go play, you know, poker. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and right there, you're, you're, you're dealing with actually uh, such a deep thing. And like you said, Alexander, no one knows what this came from. Could it have come from Atlantis? Could it have come yeah. from aliens, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a great question, and uh, in my own my book that's coming out here in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I explore this question in detail. Nice, because if you if you trace all the way back to the Sumerian myths in Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. which is the earliest known civilization that we mm-hmm. have, you see in their mythology they reference tablets of destiny, mm-hmm. and these tablets of destiny are in their mythology are said to give great personal power and wisdom to those who read the tablets Mm -hmm. and the tablets of destiny help you understand all the magic of life on earth Hmm. which is very interesting way of describing it and Mm -hmm. in those times you know this is 5000 bce they definitely would have had clay or stone tablets they didn't have paper yet so they would have been inscribing these symbols on clay or stone tablets, so they would have been tablets. Mm-hmm. So my thinking is that as early as we have human civilization, this knowledge was already present. Mm-hmm. And so it was already given at that point. And so you're right. We don't know exactly who gave it or where it came from. Very but, interesting. But you know what's interesting, even going down that road, um, if – I'll go into my point, but let's let's yeah. uh, Alexander, please tell us. All right, this is all incredible, but then how do you know? What, what do you do need from a person? Well, that's a know great question their, too, their, because what? and this is what I want to to do with you a little bit now on the show is ask you your date of birth, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a do a little mini reading right now on on air because okay. you're right. The, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is all theoretical and interesting. But it's really about how it helps us personally and li- how it helps us live our lives. So, but the, what, what do people need? Your, what 
my question is again that's the next step what do people need is it do i need some sort of a blood chemistry do i need some sort of a medical testing do i need no. some sort of uh, no. energy vibrational reading do i need a no. certain frequency what do, what do people need please tell okay. me it's yeah. so simple yeah sure so it's based on the numbers of our date of birth so it's numerology and then it overlaps with astrology as well because we all have 13 cards in our life. We have a birth card, which is like our sunshining card. And then the other cards in our life are influenced by planetary meanings. So we have a Mars card or Jupiter card, etc. Wow. But to start the reading off, all I need from you is your date of birth. So that's it. Go ahead. Wendell. Yep. And, and the date of birth, everyone. And, and again, by the way, everyone, uh, Alexander through spiritualnutrition.org. You can contact him, and I 100%, you know, very strongly say have readings with him. I mean, he probably is the expert out there in, on the global stage, and his insight is incredible. And talking about insights, everyone, Alexander, let's, let's, let's skip that a little bit because he's kind of important. This is such an incredible topic. You know, you're just not – someone that just picked up these things you went through your your hell journey that you went through all these things from wall street to down to tobacco everything can you please tell us so people can understand that you know you you've done yeah. your research you you've done your your pay in life to come to this well, point it's, it's it's true um i searched high and low for answers and it started from me in earnest at age 17 um, I grew up Roman Catholic, and I went to Catholic schools. And senior year of high school, I went on a retreat that my Catholic school offered. And you know, a priest came to talk to us on the retreat. It was really moving, his talk. It actually moved me to tears. And so I went afterwards to sit and talk with him. And it was like the face-to-face confession style. So I wasn't sitting in a wooden box, but still in that traditional confession. And I don't remember what I said to him at this point. But when I was done, he stood up to offer the traditional prayer of absolution. And as he did, he put his hands on my forehead. And the moment that he did, something went whoosh right through my body, like an electric flash, like water cleansing me. And I felt washed clean. And in that moment, I realized there was something real behind all the dogma. And it launched me on my quest. And I wanted to know whatever that was that had touched me tangibly So I I went searching, and it led me deep into Christianity. Naturally enough, I actually became a born-again Christian. I was an evangelical minister leading prayer groups and Bible studies. Um, Growing up, I had been a straight-A student. I did well, and I got into Harvard. So I was studying philosophy at Harvard, you know, trying to understand the meaning of life through philosophy as well. Um, After college, I got a bit disenchanted with the evangelical Christian worldview, and thought I'd go back to my Roman Catholic roots, and I thought I wanted to be a priest, so I went to seminary, and yet realized I didn't want to be a priest for many reasons, um, but I left the master's degree in Roman Catholic theology. I did an about-face, I leveraged my Harvard diploma, and I came and worked on Wall Street. Hmm. And I did the whole corporate thing, and was promoted, and did well, and then I was a director of marketing for a software company. So it was great, and I did all that. Um, meanwhile, partying like a rock star and exploring my own shadow side in the clubs of New York City and trying psychedelic drugs and, and looking into my own shadows that mm-hmm. way. Um, that time in my life 
came to an end, and I decided I was going to go to India. A bit of a cliche thing to do is my Saturn return cycle at age 29, but I wanted to find myself. So I went to India, and I was meditating eight hours a day in Yosho Center in Pune. I took initiation as a Swami, but still I didn't feel like that was my answer either. I came back to New York. I started a holistic center. I was raw vegan. I was apprenticing to shamans. I was doing ayahuasca ceremonies, all of it, the whole nine. And then I got married also in the meantime. And then the day after my marriage fell apart, I went out to a party in Brooklyn. And at the party, I saw someone who I knew from Burning Man. And he says to me, what's your date of birth? I go, oh, August 30th, why? And he says, oh, your birth card is the nine of hearts. That means you're going through tragic endings of the heart, and you're learning how to let go and move on. And my knees actually got weak. I like had this moment of deja vu. I mean, the day after I realized I was getting divorced is when I found out that my life path was written for these kinds of tragic endings where I have to learn unconditional love and how to move on and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to this knowledge. Wow. And it was at a party in Brooklyn. And so I like to say, well, from that, from that first experience, then I went on you know, to read more. And there's not that much written about the real meaning of these cards. Mm-hmm. But there is some out there. Robert Lee Camp has written a couple of books. Um, I studied with him. And then I started to get answers in my own meditation. That's when I started to realize that it's actually the book of life and mm-hmm. you know, all the deeper meaning of it. And that's when I started my own coaching practice as well, and I'm writing my own book, which is now coming out in a couple weeks, to share this mm-hmm. knowledge, because it's time. We're awakening on this planet, yeah. as you reference, um, and this knowledge is being given to us, given back to us, so that we can evolve our consciousness. That's the mm-hmm. point. Um, and it was hidden, I believe, because we just weren't ready to receive it. Yeah. You know, in the, dark, in the dark ages of time, we weren't ready to really incorporate the, the truth of this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're ready. Now it's mm-hmm. come back to us. And um, the funny thing to me is that I searched everywhere for the meaning of life, <laughs> everywhere, you know, but it was at a party in Brooklyn that I yeah. found the meaning of my life. And in a deck of playing cards of all places to find the answer, yeah. which I never would have expected. But yeah. if I hadn't gone through all that searching, I yeah. wouldn't have been open. To, to receive it, you know, it, mm-hmm. it took all of that to break me open so that I could actually be ready to take this knowledge into my consciousness. And, um, yeah, and now sharing it with other people, have other people have the same clarity and transformation mm-hmm. that I got from it. Wow. I mean, a yeah. great, I mean, uh, this is what I like to hear people that went through the hard knocks of life and going through all the different steps which is incredibly because you did all the steps that most people wouldn't have the finance, the money, or the, spirit, the spiritual perseverance to push and oh, push. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was broke in many points in the story. Yeah. I left that part out. I was yeah. homeless on a couple of occasions. Wow. But it was, um, I just was determined that I mm-hmm. was going to find the answer. Then, like after I came back from India, for instance, I knew I couldn't go back to corporate America because something mm-hmm. had shifted for me when I was meditating all day. But I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know how to make money. So mm-hmm. I ended up taking a job in construction, the benefit of which was that they let me sleep on the floor of their office in Long Island City. So I was 
sleeping on the floor in a construction yard, but I just knew that I had to keep going on my journey. I couldn't go backwards, mm-hmm. so to speak, go back to corporate America. Mm-hmm. So it was a difficult time. You know, it's not, not fun to live in a construction office, a really grimy mm-hmm. place to be. But that was part of it as well. That was definitely one of the lows, talking mm-hmm. about the hard knocks. Yeah. To have faith even in that moment that seemed really bad. But, you know, Alexander, this is exactly, see, that's even more appreciative that, you know, what's incredible, like myself as well, I have my hard knocks of life, and we just keep persevering. We just keep pushing something inside of us. And for me, that's what I believe what a human being is. You know, they're, they're pushing, searching for themselves. And, and the harder the life, like, yes, you know, we do. The ones that, and again, this radio station, this PRN and stuff is out there for progressive people. This is not, I would assume this represents half a percent, 1% of the population, which is gradually growing more and more. And people now are beginning to wake up and say, okay, we're the teachers. This is why, Alexander, I created this, you know, directory here in reference to energy. So people can go look at which one they vibrate with and which one they are. But again, knowing thyself. And this is one of really, for me, which I love even better, it's older. For me, the reality, the truth is an old old, uh, wisdom. Technology, well, it's, wisdom, what you call time, it. It's so, timeless. It's really yes. the true wisdom is timeless. So, yes. So, um, and this is what this directory is here. This is why I'm doing this show, The Flow of Energy System. I started with 40, which is interesting, <laughs> Alexander. Now I'm up to 52. And show. <laughs> I, I noticed and, that when you sent that to me. Yes. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's 52, and we're doing the thing on the card of decks, which is 52. But I'm saying yeah. they probably grow, might grow to 70, 80. I don't know. You know, this is just a path. But it just happens yeah. that at this time, it grew to 52, which is this show talking about the card of decks. Right? You know? Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. Well, it's fascinating. It, it's, you know, another thing to know is that in Kabbalah, in Jewish mystical esoteric thinking, life is composed of 52 fundamental energy patterns. This Hmm. is the esoteric teaching. So according to Kabbalah, the Torah is actually composed of 52 sections. The Torah is the first five books of the Bible. So they teach that there are actually 52 portions, and each one of the stories is really just a pedagogical tool to help illuminate the deeper symbolic meaning of one of these 52 symbolic patterns. So it's really interesting, this number 52, it goes through the ancient world. And uh, Kabbalah most likely was first recorded and written down in the 6th century BCE, Mm -hmm. um, which is the same time that the Zoroastrian priests, the Magi, were prominent. And so it's likely that the Zoroastrian priests, the Magi, the same Magi that are in the Jesus Nativity story, that they influenced the Kabbalists and that they shared this knowledge with them. And then it went into, you know, through the Kabbalistic tradition and, you know, it got kind of uh, explored more through there. But this number 52 is definitely significant in esoteric mystical thinking. Um, Wow. I mean, this, this, this could be, I don't know, Alexander, I would love this. 
you know, and I'm looking forward to your book because this <laughs> is a, an accumulation of your life experiences. You probably, I think you are, which you are. It seems like from my research that you are probably the leading person in the world in reference to this. And now, is this your first book you're going to come up with, Alexander? It is, um, and Great. it's been a long time in the making. It's been yes. about four years in the making, but it nice. was like a mm-hmm. fine wine. It needed to find the right time, and now it's ready to come out. Great. And what what would be the name of the book so people can? Sure. Uh, the book is called Play Your Cards Right, A nice. Sacred Guide to Life on Earth. Nice. Okay. Uh, again, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to get a copy of that because, again, this is old knowledge that you happen to be the keeper of it. Now you're revealing all this yes. and you're going through your, you know, your revealing of all this. So to yeah. me, it's incredible. So for everyone, so it's just very simple. All you need from someone, and we go back right from the beginning and when we start this whole thing. Yeah. What, what do you need from someone? All you need is their birthday. And, and let me birth. tell you a little bit. Yeah. When this was introduced to me by, which is a friend of yours, also Peter Roth, yes, from from Human Design, I said I never heard of this. I yes. would say that probably everyone listening to the show right now probably never heard of it either, and which is pretty cool because again, this is just incredible knowledge that yes. we're all being exposed to in future shows. You know, definitely, you know, and I like ancient knowledge, and this is part of it. I never knew about it, so this was introduced to me by Peter Roth. And again, you know, energy stool, and I did, and I did, you know, five shows with him on human design, which was also pretty amazing, pretty great, you know, pretty incredible. Yeah. So he told me about this, and I, yeah. I he gave me your website, which is spiritualnutrition.org, and incredibly, there, everyone, on the on his site, on your site, Alexander, you have where people can just nicely put in their birthday, and you mm-hmm. can give them kind of a glimpse. Of, yeah. of of what your cars mean in reference to your birthday, and here's my reason why I'm saying all this, uh, Alexander. Yeah. Every time it was so weird. Every time, you know, I went out there and and have a deck of cars. Once in a while, I would, you know, just pull out a car. You know, just like I won't touch a deck for a long time. And and all the time I was about seventy or seventy percent or more, I would like sense out and I would look for the ace of spades. I was attracted, so I would feel the card out out of the mm-hmm. deck, and some most of the time, 70% or a little bit more, I would pull out the Ace of Spades. I thought that was kind of odd. You know, mm-hmm. how can I sense the Ace of Spades? And I pulled it out, and it was kind of like, a, you know, amazing to me. Like, oh, I'm able to sense it. And then I go to your website, you know, spiritualnutrition.org. You have there where people can put in their, their birthday and, start, and find out their card. So I go in there, I put in my birthday, which is July 1st. <laughs> okay. And what is my card? <laughs> yep. It's July 1st, 1961. Yeah. A friggin' ace of spades. I freak out. You know, you're not the only one that that happens to. I have seen that many times where people will tell me, their lucky number is number three, and their birth card is the three of diamonds. Or they'll tell me, I'm always drawn to the number eight, and you know, I've got that eight infinity symbol tattooed on my wrist. And we look them up, and their birth card is the eight of hearts. Or on and on that goes, that we're intuitively drawn to this information. And it's, mm-hmm. embedded in our, it's embedded in our morphogenetic field. It's part of our destiny on this earth 
it's just that it was hidden from us, and now mm-hmm. it's come back to the light. So, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I looked at it and I had to call up Peter. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I had to look up at a different site to see if that was. Because I'm saying that's for me. I mean, that's a pretty nice card. <laughs> it's also a death card, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, what the hell is this, you know? And, and I looked at it. So I don't know. I mean, that. What does that mean? I mean, in my case. Well, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. It is a powerful card. I mean, and truthfully, all the cards are powerful in their own way, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. But the the ace is about acing the test. And we say things like you're going to be an ace fighter pilot or you want to ace the test because it's about achieving mastery. Mm-hmm. So that can be a tall order, right, that you want mastery in your life. Mm-hmm. And the suit of spades, the spade is actually an acorn. Hmm. And the a- acorn classically is a symbol of the pineal gland, the third that, eye. Wait, 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 wait. Let's stop right there. I got it. I have friggin' yeah. acorns. I like acorns <laughs> because oh, it do? always reminds me of the power from one little acorn. That's my symbolism of acorn because I see you have you have oak trees. You have these little yeah. acorns, and from yeah. one little acorn, that can grow a huge three five hundred year tree, and is huge exactly. and so solid. And and I and, and spiritually I always knew that's why I like acorns because from one little bit of thing can grow this huge tree and the and, and the and the oak tree can can create forests by the, the yes. thousands tens of thousands of acorns is able to produce and one I mean that's so weird that you're even saying that now that I do like acorns and it means the acorn so I have both it does and that's really powerful and again just a testament to the power of your intuitive knowing that you're already uh-huh. gravitating toward this. Um, so, yes, you're absolutely right. It's the symbol of the acorn because it represents how powerful your beliefs are. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the pineal gland, which is our imagination, our uh, dreams, and our faith. It's what we believe. Mm-hmm. And this tiny seed that you could plant of belief, you, you plant the seed of belief, and it can grow into this whole big, solid structure that you reference. And our beliefs have that power. They're mm-hmm. actually the most powerful force that we know. For instance, if we believe a medicine will heal us, it will. Mm-hmm. It's the placebo effect, right? Yes. And people will, people will go to war rather than changing their beliefs. Yes. Right? That, that's how powerful beliefs are. Mm-hmm. So you're here in this life playing a game of the ace of spades, which means to be a master of your beliefs, to be the one who initiates seeds of consciousness that plant and grow into these solid structures. Now, I mean, Alexander, look at it. I'm creating a whole series, a directory for a series on energy, on the flows of energies. (laughs) There's the seeds. Yeah, exactly. You're playing these seeds that I know you're hoping will grow and flourish and become this solid structure that will provide people. life and support for other people. Yeah. These are the seeds. Like I, I always yeah. said, people look at my, you know, 52 now different topics and see which one you vibrate. Those are the seeds for you to grow into your, your strength or whatever, whatever, like I yes. said, whatever vibrates with you is fine. You know, whatever it is, yeah. but there's, there they are. They're the seeds. Yes. <laughs> already there for them to choose. 
in the series. That's your, that's your gift is to be the one who initiates these mm-hmm. seeds. You bring them forth from your own consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now, the challenge for you around the Ace of Spades is that you may feel inadequate. It may seem like such a tall order that's too big of a mountain to climb, so to speak, mm-hmm. and you may think that you don't have what it takes, or you may judge yourself unworthy of the task kind of thing. Well, and you, yeah. may, you may even believe that if I'm not going to master it, then why bother? Why, mm-hmm. why do it halfway? I don't want to do that. So then you may give up if you don't see the point. Mm-hmm. And so the, the idea is to stay focused on planting the seeds and knowing that patience yes. and persistence and over time, these seeds mm-hmm. will sprout. And that's exactly how I do think. And that's why I use the acorn. Because mm-hmm. if you see a small little acorn and you compare that to an oak tree, which is huge and massive, one of the hardest woods right. on the planet, I understand that that little acorn needs mm-hmm. time to grow to that 300-year-old thing that you can't do nothing. It's so huge with the root system above and below. And also, the, yes. the, the, the oak tree has the most, even mass, more massive root system than above than underneath. So it's one of the most most powerful trees of all. And I understand that this is it. Just have to give it time for it to grow. Yeah, amazing. And so that's your gift is to plant the seed, and then just to stay focused and stay focused and nurture the seed, and then over time watch it grow. Mm-hmm. That's what you bring. That's your game to play in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so we're each a soul, right? For lack of a better word, we're each a soul, and mm-hmm. we incarnate into this matrix, this construct, to play a game. Mm-hmm. And it's the game that we've chosen to play because it's the game that's most interesting to us, the game where we would learn the best lessons and mm-hmm. have the most fun. So you chose to play a game where you were going to be a master of consciousness. Now, as you already referenced, part of that is going through your own cycles of death and rebirth. In mm-hmm. order to grow a new seed, the old has to die away. Mm-hmm. The old passes and then the new grows. So you may go through these death and rebirth cycles in your life for ego yes. deaths. Um, That's always been. And you, my life yeah. has been that. Growth and death and then restart everything again. It's like... That's always seen that's been my pattern, and I saw that when, when and I pulled out my car, the ace of spade, I thought of death, but then death also brings rebirth. Exactly. So and the symbolism a, is in, in the months of winter when, like, the trees lose their leaves and, you know, everything goes back into the soil, but the seed is still there. The seed hasn't died. Mm-hmm. It looks like death, but all it is is the preparation for new birth. Yes, and then in the spring, everything is born again. Oh, that's incredible. So we are in those cycles that we go to a cycle of, like, like I said, even the oak tree. It loses yes. its leaves during the winter, and it looks like it's dead. But then in the spring, the new buds, and it just spreads out again. Huge leaves. Exactly. And so these are the cycles for you that you may have kind of barren winter moments, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. it's all in preparation for you to burst forth. You have tremendous Mm -hmm. power. You have tremendous willpower. And if anything, you can be a workaholic because you may have so much energy. It's the energy to to bring forth new life. This is your power. Mm -hmm. So that's 
so that uh, in reference to my birth card, and that's, that's part your birth of card. Ju- that's your primary ju- pattern in life. Ju- ju- you July. are the one, you are the one to initiate seeds of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's also other cards. I noticed that here, and again, everyone go to spiritualnutrition.org. And yeah. definitely be in contact with Alexander to have a reading with him and, and, and tell your specific, marvelous, incredible things, which every single deck of cards, every single card itself has this incredible miracle stuff to each one of us because we're able to vibrate with. So mm-hmm. saying that, I have here my 52-day card. You have here mm-hmm. my card of the year, and I also mm-hmm. have here your card for today. Uh, so there's different aspects of these cars and they represent different things, right? Absolutely. Um, so we have lifelong cards. As I mentioned, we have 13 cards in our life. Mm-hmm. We also have cards that indicate a soul challenge for us, mm-hmm. like a karmic lesson we're learning in this lifetime. And we have a lifelong card that indicates our soul gift. It's like a karmic mm-hmm. gift we have. So those are cards for our life. And then Every year we get dealt, you know, pun intended, we get dealt a new set of cards. Mm-hmm. So every, every year of our life, we have new cards that show what's happening for us that year, starting from our birthday. So it's our birth oh. year. It's not the calendar year. Oh, wow. And That's so, what I was going to ask you. Was it January 1st? No, it's on our birthday. Yep. So your solar return year, starting oh, on wow. your birthday. Um, and then the years divided into seven times 52 sections wow. um, with one with one day left over, which is we all have a joker day in the year. Mm-hmm. And so the, every 52 days, you have a card that indicates what energy patterns you're playing through in that period. And then we have a main theme of our overall year. So every year, we're some special lesson or growth opportunity, and it's just revealed to us in the cards, as we say, pun intended, it's all in the cards for us. Yeah. We can see where we are in our development, in our evolution, in the cycles of our life. And then every day we have a card as well. So the whole system is, fract- is fractal. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you understand what that means, like the small mm-hmm. represents the large and the large is a mirror of the small. So we have our lifelong patterns and then we can drill down to yearly patterns and monthly patterns, weekly patterns, and even daily patterns. Um, so we can see the big picture and the little picture all in this fractal, elegant, precise mathematical system. Wow. This is really an amazing system. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's uh, beyond – I'm just getting into it. And hopefully with your help and our people that are listening and in the future and on a global stage, we're – you know, this incredible knowledge and, and thank you so much, Alexander, for being, you know, uh, I guess an incubator of this to start introducing this knowledge. Like you said, I, I looked around, there wasn't, you know, besides here and there, they, I, I haven't seen someone that knows so much of it like you have. And not only that, but you already went through your hard knocks of life trying to get to it. So you're able to make that point of view that you're able to it isn't like what gets me when when I speak to prospective guests and stuff it saddens me that a lot of guests that supposed to guests or people speakers I speak to they're kind of trapped in their own little stupid worlds 
They haven't evolved mm. beyond whatever their specific things are. Okay. So I always try to find other people that have more of an awakening, more of an expansion, which you have. Mm. Which, which, that, those are the people that I want on board in reference to, you know, my guests to my show, you know, and you right. fit that point. Most of the guests I don't bring on board because okay. they haven't really shown that, but you definitely 100% have. So I'm happy for that, and I thank you for that. Well, thank you for having me on your show, and, and thank you for planting these seeds of consciousness that then empower someone like me to share my message as well. So thank you. Oh, yeah, you're more than welcome. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's there. Um, we're coming up to, within the next minute or two, to our end of our time. Well, here it is. Uh, can we have you for next week on, Alexander? I would love to. Um, I think so. Um, let's, let's talk about it off, off air. Okay. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you so much, Alexander. Again, spiritual nutrition.org and again Alexander thank you so much for this incredible knowledge all right yeah my pleasure thank you thank you so much okay everyone thank you so much for this uh, for your time speak to you see you guys next next time thank you everyone wake up everybody no more sleeping in bed no more back to thinking time for thinking ahead world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. They're the ones who's coming up And the world is in their hands When you teach the children To jump the very best you can The world won't get no better If we just let it be The world won't get no better We gotta change it now just you and me Wake up all the doctors Make the old people well They're the ones who suffer And who catch all the hell But they don't have so very long Before their judgment day So won't you make them happy Before they pass away Wake up Builders, time to build a new land. I know we could do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do is put it. Progressive Radio Network, the number one network for those who care about the truth. I'm Johnny Mueller, host of the Expat Files, living in Latin America. Heard Friday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a show.